What's up, what's up? Hello everybody and welcome to the second episode of the Dougie Podcast. Thank you guys for joining today and for taking the time out to listen. Today's message, I want to talk to you guys about vengeance. Oh boy. We're going to talk about vengeance and we're going to talk about how how we battle it. Sometimes why we battle it and why we go through it. And I want to also talk about how we can learn to not seek vengeance and learn to not be so vengeful. And why are we, why did I want to talk about vengeance and why are we going to discuss that today in this episode? Well, believe it or not, you know, especially these times when, you know, going through the pandemic and, you know, seeing how how much uh, is going on in the world, you know, especially with um, with police brutality and with uh, the evil that's going on in the world, you know, lately, um, there's no doubt in my mind that we all want to see vengeance and we all want to uh, seek after it. But uh, the truth is, guys, we can't we can't seek vengeance, especially if we're Christians. Um, the Bible tells us clearly that we can't be. We can't seek vengeance. We can't uh, desire it. We're not allowed to, to pursue it, um, because it doesn't belong to us. The truth is, uh, vengeance uh, never was something that we had to go out and see, go out to uh, pursue, go out to to try to get vengeance. And what is vengeance? Why why is it important? Why is it uh, something that we need to discuss? Well, vengeance simply means um, to seek uh, payback, to seek revenge, to seek, um, I, I like, I like the, I like the, the phrase uh, to seek payback, you know, to, you know, whatever you did to me, I'm going to do it back to you. Whatever has been done to me, I'm going to do it back to everybody else. And why, why is it human nature for us to seek vengeance, to seek you know, payback for the things that have been done to us. And it's very simple. You know, our human bodies, our... The human body has always been um, against God. We've, you know, our bodies, our flesh, our minds, you know. For some reason, they've always... Our flesh has always been something that's been against God. You know, and why did God make us like this? Why did God make us so... Why did he make it so hard for us to, to you know, have our human desires, even though it's evil, even though it's um, self-rewarding? But why do we have that? Well, the truth is, it's not supposed to be easy. It's not supposed to be easy to get a to have a relationship um, with God and still have our human, you know, faults, our human, you know, imp- uh, imperfections. But hey, we have to try. You know, it's difficult, but hey, we have to try. So, what do we do when we desire vengeance? What do we do when something bad has been done to us by somebody else or by the system, by 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 somebody we love or somebody that we thought was a friend? How do we, what do we do when people, most likely, vengeance mostly has to deal with what people have done to us. You know, very rarely, you know, something 
you know, probably the system, the, you know, our judicial system, maybe, let's say, rarely they, they've done something to us, but most likely what hurts more is when somebody that we know uh, has done something bad to us, has done something that, uh, that's, you know, very harsh, very mean, rude, or uh, bullish, or very against God, and we wonder why did they do it to us? Why did it happen to me? Why did it, of all the people that they needed to to do this to, it, they had to do it to me? So what do we do when, when we come across this, when this happens to us in our lives? What do we do when, when we've been hurt, when we've been mistreated, when we've been disrespected? And what do we do when we want to do something back? What do we do when we want to pursue vengeance or revenge? against this person what do we do i like this verse in uh, romans 12 17 through 21 it says here repay no one evil for evil but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all if possible so far as it depends on you live peaceably with all beloved never avenge yourselves but leave it to the wrath of god for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by so doing, you will heap burning coils on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. That scripture is very tremendous. It's something that that scripture alone has been debated, has been, you know argued with especially for those who have tempers those who have uh, anger issues how can how can anybody love their enemy how can anybody repay their enemy and how can and it even says that if your enemy is hungry feed him if he is thirsty give him something to drink for by doing so you will heap burning coils on his head do not overcome evil overcome do not be overcome by evil but overcome evil with good so that's that's a tough one how do we do that the truth is the only way to do that is by actually doing it have you guys ever <laughs> been offended and said you know what that person offended me let me go give him something to eat let me go give him something to drink when have you ever done that? <laughs> I know it's difficult. I know it's a, it's very hard to do. Especially the second they did it. It's very difficult. I know. But the problem is, is uh, with being Christian. Is, is that the Bible is not just a book. It's not just uh, a book filled with stories. Of what our Lord has done. It's not a book about uh, what people in the Bible have overcome, what they've been through. It's an instruction manual. The Bible is is to be done, not to be read, not just to be read. We have to read the Bible. We have to learn and try to memorize, you know, here and there. Do our best to do that. But the truth is we have to do it. Nothing is, 
you the old saying you ever hear the old saying uh, don't knock it till you try it well that goes for the bible too the bible tells us clearly to do this this and that it's easy to read it easy to pray about it easy to think about it but have how many of us have actually tried to do it you know when you don't do the, what the bible says it can hurt you you know that's why we have uh, Christians that really aren't so Christian, you know, uh, me included. Hey, you know, I've I've read this scripture many, many times before, but how many times have I done it? How many times have I acted upon it? You know, and I want to tell you guys, when you do it, you see why it needs to be done. You see, we need to do what the bible says because it's going to benefit us in the end you know i've i've been through a lot in my life i've done you know i've done my fair share of sins you know i've also wanted to seek vengeance i've also wanted to hurt people that have hurt me but i just thank god that i didn't i thank god that even though I've been hurt, even though I've been disrespected, mistreated. I thank God that I did do what the Bible said. Now, I didn't give my enemies food or water to drink or like that, no. But what I did do is I didn't indulge in my desires to to hurt them, to, to put... To inflict pain on them, you know, it's not about uh, giving them something to drink or giving them something, uh, food to eat. That's an exaggeration. Uh, Jesus exaggerated a lot uh, throughout the Bible. He was very, um, uh, very sarcastic uh, back then. Um, that's just how it was, you know. So uh, sarcasm was was a great way to make your point back in the day, and and Jesus spoke like that, you know. So, but at the same time, what does it mean to give them something to drink, give them something to eat when they, when you've been offended, you know? What it means is repay them with love, repay them with goodness. I know this sounds crazy. I know that this doesn't make sense. A lot of the Bible doesn't make sense, but we can't say that it doesn't make sense if we don't do it, you know? What do we do when you've been offended or you've been mistreated so badly that your anger, your emotions have just consumed you to the point where you just need to see payback. You just need to seek vengeance, revenge for what's been done to you. You know, when I've been through, you know, that as well, you know, I've been mistreated, been disrespected, but at the same time, I didn't give in. You know, and how didn't I give in? Very simple, guys. When I get angry or when I get when I feel like I want to see the world burn, I I just stay quiet. I get alone. I I first of all, I I'm the Bible says you need to be quick to forgive and slow to anger. And I practice that every day. So what do you do? How do you do it? 
First things first, when you get offended, when you get angry, and you want to see payback, take a breath. Take a deep breath and analyze your situation. Realize that, yeah, you've been offended. You've been disrespected. Now, you have to be the Christian in the situation. It's not about being you. It's about being a representative of God. Always remember, guys, I live my life by this one saying, and that's, you are the only Bible anybody will ever read. We're in a world right now where nobody wants to read the Bible. Nobody cares to read the Bible. But yet we don't see the Bible. We don't see people be acting like the Bible. We need to do our best to act like the Bible. The only Bible anybody will ever read is you. How you hand carry yourself. How you portray yourself every day. So, when I got offended, when I got disrespected, I got alone. I walked away from the situation. I stood quiet. And I analyzed my situation and I realized, hey, I got disrespected and I got offended. But I didn't let my emotions carry me. I didn't get angry, you know. I didn't go out kicking or screaming. I didn't do that. Could I have? Yes. Did I want to? Yes, absolutely. But I represent God. God is in me. And I want Him to be represented out of me. You know? And I want His light to shine through me. You know, when I got offended, when I got disrespected, I wanted to you know, go out kicking and screaming, show everybody who I really am. But then I felt the Holy Spirit say, who you really are is a Christian, right? You're not uh, some angry guy who, who wants to see, who wants to see pain and suffering. No, right? God didn't make me like that. And I wasn't raised like that. But I have to take my time. You have to be slow to anger, the Bible says. Sometimes that's difficult because our emotions put us in a state of, 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 um, of impulsiveness. We, we, we allow our emotions to just take us to take us and to make us feel like like we got to do something right then and there at that moment. But I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, take control of your moments. Take control of your situations. Because in a moment, you can ruin your whole life. It doesn't take a lot to ruin everything you've built. You know, I remember I was watching, I remember in 2008 when the, uh, the housing crisis happened. You know, and we saw a lot of businesses collapse. You know, businesses that have lasted a hundred years collapse in one day. You know, how horrible. And especially through this whole uh, pandemic. Businesses that could last years upon years. And it only takes one bad month to ruin it. 
it only takes one bad moment. And I've even seen businesses where just the owner says something racist or says something um, inappropriate and could lose it, could lose it all. We've all seen it. We've seen it thousands of times. But that's because we've allowed vengeance to consume us. We've allowed our emotions to take control over us and our environment. But guys, we need to take control of our moments. We need to take control of what is going on and what's happening to us. And why did it happen to you? Why did the offenses happen to you? Why do you think uh, God would allow you to be offended? Aren't you his? Ch aren't you his child? Aren't you supposed? To, or isn't he supposed to be protecting us? Isn't he supposed to be always there for us? Yes, he is. But guys, so is Jesus. Jesus was offended. Jesus was disrespected. He was spat on, slapped, humiliated, and put on a cross for it. So, if Jesus can endure all that and still be our Lord and Savior, I think we can handle a little offenses. And you know what? A lot of the times, the offenses that happen to us in our lives are actually pretty little. We just blow them up to be above and beyond. You know? Now that I look at how I've been disrespected and how I've been um, mistreated, they were just minor offenses. Just minor. Little things here and there. And I blew them up to big proportions. You see what happens when you let your mind wander and you let your mind and your emotions carry you away. You know? As Christians, we need to control our situations and never allow our situations control us. That is how we take control of our moments, of our lives. And believe it or not, guys, we are in control of every moment of our lives. Yes, you're going to get offended in life. You're going to be disrespected. You're going to be mistreated. It's going to happen every now and then. But... When it happens, be in control. You are in control. If somebody offends you, just say, hey, listen, don't offend me like that. Okay, I, I didn't deserve that. And you don't deserve that from me, so don't do it to me. Yeah. You are in control of everything. And believe it or not, when you're offended, if you just take the time to take a breath... And say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's let's take it easy and let's let's control the situation. And that's something that needs to be done between you and the Holy Spirit. That's in you. You know, guys, this life isn't supposed to be easy. It's very hard and very tough and difficult. But you know what? We have God in our hearts. We have God in our lives. And with Him, we can do anything. Anything is possible through Christ. But if we're not willing to do the work, if we don't put His words in action, how are we going to see Him move in our lives? If you get offended and you want payback and you want vengeance and you want to see suffering, you want to see pain, then you really got to ask God to help you out. To take, those, to take those thoughts out of you. 
Because those thoughts are not, shouldn't be in a Christian's mind. Shouldn't be in a Christian's heart. And if you do want to see vengeance, you do want to see payback, then you really need help. You need help from the Holy Spirit because those thoughts are not of God. Those thoughts are not of Christ. The Bible says that when we accept Christ in our hearts, that we are a new creation, a new creature. But if you still have the same thoughts, the same desires in your heart, what has changed? What has, what have you done? You know, it's like, it's like going to the gym every day, but at the end of the, at the end of your workout, you go to McDonald's. So you worked out for nothing. You worked out for no reason. You worked out and wasted your time at the gym. You know? So we need to analyze our moments and take time in our moments. When the offenses come, they're going to come. But we have to take control of them. And now, it says here in Matthew 5.44, it says, But I tell you, Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Now that's a tough one. How can you pray for your enemy and pray for those who persecute you? How do you love your enemy? Very simple. By praying for them. How many of you have done that? You know, even for me it's difficult. But it just needs to be acted on. It needs to be thought about. If you're not going to do it, then you're never going to see the benefit of doing so. Now, how do you love your enemy? A lot of things. By praying for them. Asking God to be with them in their lives. Asking God to have mercy on them for doing the offense on you. You know? And why does God ask us to pray for our enemies? To love them. And to pray for those who persecute us. To be honest with you, I believe that God does that, asks us to do that, so He knows, so we know that He's going to pay, He's going to seek payback for what people have done for us, to us. You know, the Bible says that vengeance is His. What we just read in Romans 12, 17 through 21, <clears throat> it says, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. You know, and that's a scary scripture. You know, how is God going to, you know, the Bible says that vengeance belongs to him. So I can only imagine what he's going to do to our enemies, to the people that have done wrong to us. So <clears throat> we need to pray for our enemies because we don't know what God's going to do to them, to be honest. That's just how it is. I know God loves you and I know God wants you wants the best for you but when you seek vengeance you are stealing from god god the bible says clearly that vengeance is vengeance is his and when you seek vengeance and when you desire payback you're desiring what doesn't belong to you you're desiring what belongs to god and god is jealous and we can't do god's work especially when it belongs to him so guys, please, in times of being offended, times of desiring vengeance, 
Take it easy. Slow down. Have faith. And just be patient. And if there's a moment where you can go to your offender, to your um, to your enemy and confront them and say, hey, you offended me. But without anger, without, uh, without fighting, without violence, without putting your hands on one another. When you do that, and you can handle and you can resolve the situation with your words, with compassion, with patience, and with love, then you know what? You've won the battle in so many ways that you can't even imagine. You've won the, the entire situation. You've won the victory so incredibly that you scare the devil. Because the devil uses the offenses against you to to make you to break you into being an angry person, to make you a uh, a person that is not of God. But when you handle your situations with love, compassion, and patience, not only have you shown God that you're a true Christian, that you're a true follower, you've scared the devil into never touching you again, into never allowing offenses come to you ever again. You know, and that's something that has happened in my life. When I when I was offended, you know, most of the time is that it happened at work, you know, at my old job. I didn't I didn't kick or scream, I didn't fight nobody. I just handled my situations. I confronted them too. And I said, "Hey, you offended me." And I said, "Hey, I don't like the way how you did it, how how you came about, you know, offending me or disrespecting me. But I handled my situation in love and respect and as a Christian. And when I did that, they respected me and I respected them. Now, that's going to take time, especially if you're a person that, that has a... Um, that is dealing with anger issues or somebody who's been offended for many times in their lives. It's going to take time. But when you put it in action, when you put it in practice, you will reap the benefits of doing so. You will be at peace. You will be satisfied with yourself and you will see a change in you. You will see that God really could use you could use you to do great things in life. Could use you to do amazing things. To help those that have been even more offended than you. To help those that have been hurt like you. But when you don't put God's word in action, you are not going to gain anything. When you seek your desires, when you seek after your your payback, when you seek after vengeance, you're not going to reap much. You're not going to win anything. You're, you're chasing after the wind. And let's say you, you get vengeance. Let's say you get the payback you want. Let's talk about that for a minute. What's going to happen when you, when you go after vengeance? Let's say you do kick and stream. Let's say you do fight. Let's say you win the fight. Let's say you win the argument. 
What did you gain? You think that's victory? Do you think that's how Christians win? Who won in this situation? Let's say you get into a fight and you win the fight. Let's say you get into an argument and you win the argument. What did you win? Did you just win a simple dumb fight? About who, who was right and who was wrong? And you get into a fight, what did you win? The satisfaction of knowing who's a better fighter? Who can punch harder? Who can win fight who can win the fight faster? That's it. That's it. That's all you gain. That's all you won for the day. Okay. You didn't make any money. You didn't um you didn't win the girl. You know what did you win? What's funny is that you could win the fight, you can win the argument, but believe it or not, you lost the soul. You lost so much when you thought you gained so much. When you win the if you're a Christian and you get into a fight and you win the fight, you lost the soul. You lost an opportunity to win a soul for God, for Christ. You just showed the person that you're not really a Christian. You're just like everybody else. You win an argument. You, not only did you show the person that you're not really a Christian. You showed them that you're arrogant. You think you know it all. And you think you're above everybody and that you are smarter than everybody else. That doesn't look like a Christian to me. That doesn't look Christ-like to me. Jesus didn't get into fights. Jesus didn't get into arguments. As a matter of fact, he avoided them. He would rather win a soul than win a fight, win an argument. Ladies and gentlemen, we are put on this earth to save people, not to win against them. God made you a Christian. God allowed your whole life, every offense, every hardship, every struggle, every stress, every downfall, every victory to happen in your life so that we, you can get saved. But believe it or not, when we receive Christ as Lord and Savior, we accept the challenge, a challenge to save as many people as we can, to bring as many people to Him as, po as possible. But when you represent yourself, your desires, your ambitions, you don't save nobody. All you do is win for you. But unfortunately, when we win, for our selfish desires, we lose everything. The Bible says, what should it profit a man for him to gain the whole world, but lose his soul? It's not worth it. Sometimes it's just better to bite your tongue, take the offense, and walk away, and go about your day. Because it is better for you to do nothing. 
and for that person to assume nothing of you, than to for you to do something, to seek vengeance, to seek payback, and for that person to see that you're really not a Christian. Man, to be honest with you, I would rather lose a fight. I would rather be looked at as a coward, be looked at as a weakling, than to have somebody assume that I'm not really a Christian. Because my Christianity, my faith, my relationship with God is everything. I would rather, I would rather somebody just see me as a coward than to see me as a not as a non-Christian. Because if you give in to the payback, if you give in to your desires, to your anger, you lose a soul. So guys, do your best. It's difficult. I know it is. But you guys can do better. And God wants better from you. And God deserves better from you. I thank you guys for taking the time out to hear me out and to and to hear what I got to say. And I hope it's helped and I hope that you guys can take this to heart and really take the courage to put these words into action. And I hope you guys understood what I was saying and understood that and I hope that I made a good point, you know. And if you disagree, you disagree. But don't disagree and not try it. I hope you guys enjoy this episode and please like and share. And I want to pray us out and I want to pray for all of you that are listening. And thank you guys for listening anyway. So please follow me in prayer. Thank you, dear Lord, for this time, this moment in, in learning about vengeance, learning about how what we got to do to to not seek vengeance and how we can avoid it. Dear Lord, give me and the listeners the strength to that when we get offended, when we get when we desire vengeance, to take our time to be slow to anger and quick to forgive. To learn to love our enemies and to pray for them. Because we don't know what you're going to do to them. You know, we need to pray for mercy for them. And have mercy on them, dear Lord, on all our enemies. And let's take this time to forgive our enemies. Think about all the people that have offended you, that have done wrong against you. And forgive them. I know it's difficult. Forgive them in the name of Jesus. Because when you forgive, you are at peace and you can go about your days and live your life peace in peace and closer to God. Thank you, dear Lord, for this time, for this message, for this episode. And thank you, God, for allowing everybody to hear me out. Thank you, dear Lord, for everything. In the name of Jesus, we thank you and we love you, dear Lord. Thank you, Father God. Amen and amen. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys learned something and you guys can take this to heart. All right? Please like, share, and subscribe and download. 
episodes and please and thank you for listening for another episode of the Dougie podcast. God bless you guys and I love you all. God bless.